What's up, guys? Adrian again, here again with another podcast. I'm very excited to be back finally. I know I've been absent for quite a bit. Um, For those of you who follow me on Instagram or just keep up with me on a daily basis, most of you guys know that I've been in Las Vegas back visiting family for the holidays. And uh, I actually try to take the podcast equipment over there to record podcasts with friends and, you know, people that I know over there. But unfortunately, I think on like the transportation, you know, driving all the way over there, something happened to my equipment that it really took a toll on the quality of my podcast. You guys might have seen it a little bit on my on my previous two podcasts. Um, I know I've heard a little bit uh, on the volume and about the static. Hopefully we got that fixed now. Shout out to Donnie Oriana to, for coming over here and uh, taking a look into my mixer and all that stuff and fixing it all up for me. Um, on another note, I wanted to say too that I, over the winter break, started writing. Uh, and for those of you who are interested in like self development or just knowing crazy um, facts, you know that are just interesting to talk about. I I have it linked in my bio. Um, I wrote like a five part article essay about the most important lessons that I think I learned in the books that I've read over 2020. It goes on from things like, you know, what it takes to be successful. Um, you know, some crazy stuff about like neuropharmacology, which is like brain medicine and then, you know, just money stuff in general. Um, but yeah, that kind of like sums up my introduction. Um, anyways, today we start off the first podcast of the year with how we started the entire podcast with the one, the only, the Peyton Williams. What's up, man? What's up, man? Not much, not much, dude. God dang. A lot has changed in the past couple months since you've last been on, man. You said you were. What, what did you? What were your plans a couple months ago? Well, I was just going out to California. Um, wanted to live somewhere new that wasn't Texas, um, and I just got back the fourteenth, so a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. You just um, been bulling here for a little bit, you know, hanging out with the friends and all that. Yeah, yeah, just seeing friends and family. Okay, all right, so. Any cool updates, man? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So you were, I remember last, last, uh, last podcast we did, we were talking a little bit about, obviously we talked about like national parks and stuff like that, but you were talking about the big, the big point of it was just like taking things by year and just like letting things come to you. You were mentioning a thing or two about, um, like doing real estate, you're going to Santa Monica and then you said potentially you're going to go up to the Silicon Valley area. How did that whole story play out? Yeah, so I went to Santa Monica, um, lived there for a little while. We took care of this dog. His name was Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, nice. he was a very sweet dog when he was inside, but on walks he was, I mean. Was just, that your first gig out there, just dog walking Snoop Dogg? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, we just kind of spent time. I learned the L.A. area. Um, Where were you staying at? It was Santa Monica, right? Yeah, so Santa okay. Monica, we were about 10 blocks from the beach, which was so nice. Dude, I mean, I just can... being able to well, walk down to the beach. I'd imagine it be... How bad was the lockdown over there? Because I remember I was supposed to meet up with you in California. Yeah, but yeah. But I looked up the, the, the lockdown, and everybody was like, yeah, you practically can't go anywhere in that area. Was Did, did you see that firsthand over there? Yeah, I mean, it, there's like a stay-at-home order. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, for non-essential things... Like, you should be staying at home. I feel like non-essential is so broadly defined, though. It I, is. But, I mean, it really just means, like, like if you're going for work or you have to go get food or gas or whatever. Did you see that, like, law or that order, like, super strict while you were there? It wasn't super strict. I mean, people are still out. Um, but, 
I mean, people are staying away from each other. Everyone's wearing a mask um, on the beach. I mean, people are in groups, but they're spaced out. Uh huh. Um, so. So you were walking the dog, and I mean, was were you walking it on like a treadmill with all this order, stay at home order, or what? That <laughs> nah, doesn't seem essential. <laughs> nah, man, we were we were walking them around the neighborhood, um, and I mean, everyone in that neighborhood, I feel like had a dog. There's oh, so many dogs. I so. feel like that's like a like a typical thing to have. Like Texas, you own guns. Yeah, in, yeah. In California, not only do you have like a big Instagram account, but you also have a dog or something. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> Sorry to the generalize. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean, that's definitely, you definitely see that out there, but um, you also see just the everyday, like normal people you see it in Texas or Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, so we just, really, that's all we did was uh, like travel around. Um, I saw like the touristy things. I saw the Joe Kelly Memorial, which I really wanted to see. The Joe Kelly Memorial, what's that? I don't even know. <laughs> so, when the Astro, all the Astro stuff came out, um, okay. Joe Kelly, I guess, kind of took it personally, threw out a few Astros players, and made this, like, pouty face, like, walking off the field. Oh, okay, so there's okay, a, okay. there's, like, a mural. The pitcher. Yeah, yeah, okay. the pitcher. Yeah. Okay. And so there's, like, a mural of that um, over by Dodger Stadium. So we were over there looking, um, and really, that's it. We went tide pooling, like, just kind of just, so just like chill see out. in the area. Yeah. Um, but obviously we wanted to be safe and we stayed outside and, um, socially distanced and all that stuff. Yeah. And like the other thing is like, you can't go into restaurants. Oh yeah. I know everything it's all was delivery take out and, and take whatever. out. Yeah. Any stark differences between Texas, um, and, uh, LA in terms of like anything. Well, from just like food? chilling there, chilling there. Oh yeah. Uh, as opposed to just chilling here. Oh, well, I mean, like, I mean, chilling any, I like, during COVID, it's tough. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. kind of in the house for the most part. But in terms of being able to, like, go out and do something, like, I could literally walk out and take a mile walk down to the beach and, like, go spend time at the beach, which I can't do mm-hmm. here. No, no, no. Um, you, you get the Brazos River over here. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have, I mean, there's all the, the mountain ranges around. So you can go hiking. Uh-huh. Um, if you wanted to take, like, an hour and a half drive from L.A., uh, there's Big, Big Bear, Bear yeah. and, like, Arrowhead, and you can go up there and... Did you ski and did you snowboard by any chance while you were up there? I didn't. Um, I got to snowboard for the first time while I was over there, dude. I didn't go to Big Bear just while I was out there in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, insane. I know Big Bear is like a really big, you know, snowboarding area. Yeah, I think it's it's convenient. It's close to a lot of people, so a lot of people will go out there. Okay, that's not bad, dude. I mean, I, I I I feel those differences. L.A. and Vegas, in terms of like geography except not having an ocean very similar yeah um and the dryness of course but um dude the, the cultures between texas and la is just like insanely different like it, it is different, different principles 100 percent. yeah yeah i mean obviously very different <laughs> beliefs um but um what i liked about la was everyone out there is just like trying to do well for themselves um and everyone's just kind of like focusing on their their hustle, I guess. Yeah. Uh, which was kind of cool to see. And maybe that's just because I was around people that are in that, like, like late 20s, you early were, 30s. You mentioned uh, in our previous podcast you were going to be, um, I forget how you were related to him, but he was an entrepreneur or in real estate or something like that out in L.A.? Um, well, so I had a cousin who, he's okay. done a lot of startups. So okay. he graduated from, he went to UCSB, uh, University of California, Santa yeah, Barbara. Santa Barbara. Um, and got a Craigslist job with a startup called Bleacher Report. Oh, nice. Yeah. The and sport reporting company. Yeah. So I think he I think he did like a soccer, I think was the main focus. Okay. Um, and he's a big soccer guy. So 
that was like a fun, exciting job for him and um, ended up taking him a lot of places um, and lived around different pl- parts of the country. I'm just shocked that Bleacher Report is looking for people on Craigslist, if I'm being honest. Well, but that's but yeah, I mean, just like a startup. And you have so many of those tech startups out in Silicon. Oh, so, so like, he started with Bleacher Report when it was like very small? Yeah. Dude, that's insane. I have the Bleacher Report app downloaded on my yeah, phone. Yeah, that's what's, that's what's crazy now yeah. is like Bleacher Report's a big thing. It's pretty big. Like, yeah. I follow like all their like, what's it called? Like in social media, like BR Football on their oh, yeah. Instagram. It's like, it's like ESPN, but for soccer, I guess. And it's really, I mean, it's really, it's a real. does he still work there or what is he doing now? No. So now he does, he does marketing for another startup um, that it, it's like, is it search engine optimization yeah, where SEO. it's like, like you get uh, X amount of clicks yeah. and like ads and like whatnot. It's it, also like, uh, I, I guess it's just digital marketing, but SEO is like, you know, coding your website to have like what Google is looking for to put you high up on the results. Yeah, so I think I think that's kind of what that's they, big. I money. think that's what they do. Um, I don't know if they specifically do it with websites or more with like ads. Okay, and that's um, that's what he's doing now. Is like is he... so, yeah, that's what he does. That's his startup now, and he did a little bit of work with Home Run Dugout down in Round Rock. If you know what that is, no, I'm not too it's, familiar. Um, it's like Top Golf, but oh, okay. it's baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they just like pop up a little ball. Um, and then you just and then swing. you swing and then you can edit like how strong you are and you can just hit home runs and whatnot. But uh, no. it's all digital. It's a cool thing. Well, if his track record um, see, um, proves to be consistent, who knows? Maybe we'll be going to Red Run Home Run. What was it called again? A home Run Dugout. A Home Run Dugout. Yeah, yeah. I think they've, of... they've taken a, a bit of a hit during COVID. But, oh yeah, one hundred percent. But hopefully they they bounce back. And... I went to the uh, the Top Golf out in uh, in Las Vegas while I was in winter break. And just the amount of restrictions that you had, you know, I could only imagine this for that. Um, just like really limited the experience. Like, yeah, you know, you can still get a Top Golf and you know enjoy, you know, swinging, you know, golf clubs and all that. But like, you had to have like max four people per bay, which I don't know if they had a max before that, but like that really blew because we had like five people, and we wanted we had another person that was trying to come in, so it was we had to like awkwardly be like, oh, like we have four people like we can rent two but that like doubles the price yeah it it for for covid you know business like that really did take a hit are they are they like still like pushing through it or yeah i mean i they might be closed down right now yeah Um, yeah that's what i was thinking but they i mean i think they're still operating so not bad something but yeah he um He's probably the one that I mentioned in the podcast last time. Yeah, I think I think you might have mentioned it because he 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 worked on Bleach Report or worked with Bleach Report and then um, took time off and went and backpacked through South America, which we talked about a little bit in the mm-hmm. last podcast, and then went to grad school at UT and then is now working for the startup. Not bad. Not it, so. Is he based out of you? It, well, this is a stupid question. He's not based out of Austin, even though the company is in Austin, right? He's in California right now, right? Yeah. So he works in Palo Alto. Did oh okay. Is that how you got um, introduced or found your way up to Palo Alto later on? Yeah. Well, so my aunt and uncle. My uncle is a law professor, and I think he does genetics too, or he focuses on genetics. Smart guy. Jeez. He's he's, <laughs> he's absurdly smart. Um, sometimes it's hard to talk to him just because like. He's on a different yeah, playing like, field than me. Just, um, but yeah, they live, so they live on Stanford campus. Oh, okay. Um, and like the faculty housing. That's a nice area. Yeah, it's a very nice area. Um, <laughs> and so I went and stayed with them, uh, which is, so my two cousins, uh, Eleanor, who's the writer, 
um, which is the one I stayed with in Santa Monica, and then my other cousin, John, who works for the startups. Okay. Um, so their parents are my aunt and uncle that live on Stanford's campus. So we went up and saw them for Christmas and New Year's, and I spent time out in, in the Bay Area with them. Not bad, not bad. I could. How was it in San Fran? Was it even more strict than it was in in uh, L.A. or about the same? It's about the same. Um, I mean, people people weren't really out. I mean, the, like like traffic, like L.A. traffic, like that wasn't a thing. Um, Dude, I can imagine which is crazy going through those going through those massive freeways without anything. Yeah, they're like they're sometimes they're like ten lanes long, ten ten lanes wide. Yeah, yeah, they're huge freeways and they're. I mean, it's empty, pretty open. Desolate. I mean, there obviously you still have like rush hour traffic. Of course. Um, people getting off work, but how many people were? Did you see many moving trucks? People moving out. I know. <laughs> oh my God, L.A. and San Fran are getting annihilated right now with this. I, yeah, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, there's companies leaving. Like Oracle just left. The yeah, Hewlett Packard is going to Austin as well. Yeah, yeah. Tesla's moving a lot of their. I don't know. You probably know better than I. But Tesla's moving a lot of their functions over out to austin me and my brother yeah. actually drove by the the tesla gigafactory right outside of austin yeah the other day. it's massive holy crap yeah dude those gigafactories are huge yes um i mean the one in fremont it it employs ten thousand workers which is just Insane. absurd to think about ten thousand yeah. people working in one building yeah well these um, buildings are huge but, they're, but yeah, <laughs> yeah but they're but they're massive um but yeah, so what were you doing out there? Like just on day to day, you said you were chilling, walking dogs. That was in that was in uh, what's it called? Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Yeah. And now you're in. Uh, you went up to, uh, oh, like probably like three weeks in, right? You went up to uh, San Fran. Yeah, yeah. So right before Christmas, I think it was like the twenty first. Okay. We went up there and, um, just I mean just saw the bay. Like the whole reason for me going out there was just to see California and like get a feel for it, like what it would be like to live there um, if I wanted to like go out there. Yeah, live for somewhere sure. New. Um, so really, I just kind of got an introduction to the Bay. We did some hiking. Um, the scenery out there is nice. Did yeah. you do the one yeah. right next to the Golden Gate Bridge? Like the little hill where everybody oh, from so the Bay Area posted on Instagram? Yeah, so that was that was actually <laughs> pa- that was packed. Um, I don't remember there wow. being any parking over there. Uh, but we went down to it was some fort. I, f- I forgot the name of it, but um, you basically go under or like right below the Golden Gate. Uh-huh. Um, we went and saw that, and then there's these uh-huh. old bathhouses, and there's a park that you can walk around and, like, see the Golden Gate from a distance. I'm going to have to look that up, man. I haven't even heard of it yet. Yeah, but the, we, I mean, just, like, touristy stuff. That's mainly what I did was just, like, like, I've been to California, but, like, I went to, like, Disneyland and, yeah. like, an Angels game. Um, so but like, it wasn't, like, yeah. But I didn't really get, like, a good feel. Like, we went and saw, like, Skid Row. Uh, which is like the homelessness, like like L.A. homelessness, like that is like the epicenter of it. It's like that's where all, all the homeless people are. Wait, you went there? Yeah, we drove through just to. I mean, you see it, and it like humanizes you. Yeah, you 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 get a respect that that's there, um, especially living in like Santa Monica. Santa Monica is a nice yeah super part nice of L.A. Part. So like I'm in that bubble like away from that, just like knowing that that's still there. I mean, just really brings a conscientious conscientiousness. Yeah. If I can pronounce that right to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, that, that's always going to exist in big cities. I don't know. Oh, yeah. um, Mumbai, what, Mumbai and India, they have like literally like blocks just separating like severe poverty from like, you know, um, you know, like extreme rich. And I guess that just happens a little differently here in the U S right here in the U S people, I don't know, 
call it gentrification, call it whatever you want to. It's, yeah. it's just, there's a little more blocks, maybe neighborhoods in between. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, what you, you, you were talking to me about the other day. I mean, there was a point that you just got bored and you just started, uh, applying for jobs. You know, you started yeah. taking things by year. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I figured while I'm out in California, I'll just see, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, uh-huh. California is a beautiful place and there's like, especially for my early twenties, like having access to, you know, different national parks, uh, the beach, skiing, snowboarding, uh, wakeboarding, water skiing, like anything that I really want to go do outdoors, I can go do. 100%. So I was really wanting to see if I could find a job out in California and, and just, you want to live there. Yeah. Um, at least for a few years, um, just to live somewhere new and like, I mean, experience a different experience, culture, yeah, you know, it's, all it's, that stuff. It's, I mean, it's so different from Texas. Um, and so started looking for work, uh, when I was in LA, I mainly focused on real estate. Um, I met this guy, uh, Tom Bresney, he does real estate out in Santa Monica. Um, and he was super helpful and just kind of what I needed to know to get started in real estate. Um, and then I met this guy named Steve Ward, who works for Sotheby's, which is a residential real estate firm. Okay. Is it like um, a holding company or do they just develop? Or um, I honestly... You'd have to look... Yeah, yeah I would have to do a lot more research on him. But, <laughs> um, but he, does, he does well and he specializes in mid-century modern homes and like kind of was explaining all of that to me. And throughout the idea of me, I guess, starting my own business or like practice... Um, and that he would essentially be my broker. Um, uh, so I, I would work on getting contacts and like selling houses. So you were going to go down more the route of a real estate agent. Sort yeah. Of. So a real estate agent, but in California, in being LA, a real estate agent is you get a little a bit, a little bit different than like <laughs> yeah. in Texas. Um, and I guess there's less people buying houses in California maybe, but the real estate values are much yeah. bigger, which correlates uh, to the $750,000 house is pretty casual yeah. in LA. Um, and so I liked the idea of that because obviously as yeah, like early twenties, like starting my own business, like that's like, yeah, you know, you, you know, build um, it over 10 years and it just compounds from there. Yeah. Just and just like the, like the excitement of like, what if I could like start like a business and like, this could be like what I do for the rest of my life. And I don't know, there's some course. excitement to it. Yeah. Um, but then I started, you know, I got to pay rent in LA. Um, real estate is not something you hop into which, right off the bat. I mean, it can be if I have someone that can kind of support me For a since minute, I'm not yeah. going to be con- getting like consistent, consistent money, consistent income. Yeah. I don't have that. So like there might be a month where I make like $18,000, but then there might be like three months after that where I make nothing yeah, or like the first like four months that I'm working, I make nothing and I still have to pay rent. Um, so you're just like that. Ah, that's not the bet I want to take right now. It's yeah. I was kind of looking more for like maybe an assistant job and like working with him and like learning the ropes and then maybe from there jumping ship. Yeah, maybe and then yeah, going and starting my own business. But um, consistent income was something that was necessary for me to be able to stay out in LA. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and so I spent probably like two weeks talking to um, Mr. Ward and just he was super helpful and it was really good and something that i i still want to 
get Dude, into yeah. on the side once I kind of get settled in whatever mm-hmm. I want to do. Um, but it just the consistent income aspect of it was was something that I couldn't like. You couldn't really do in the moment. Yeah, yeah. No. that's the thing for a lot of like people who like want to get into any sort of business that you know their income is dependent on uh, the performance of the business and not so much like oh you put in the hours and you get the money yeah the security you have the security there but for people who don't have like the means to go through that then yeah no it just doesn't make sense for them but yeah. 100% dude build up to that because yeah yeah I know you can scale the hell out of your wealth once you do that yeah I'm hoping I'm hoping that I can stay in contact with him so like later on down the road once i i'm settled and i have a little bit of money and a little bit of flexibility i guess i can look more into going into residential real estate sales maybe just completely putting that on the side and that's just like a side job yeah 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 because um, dude they, they make money especially oh, yeah. out in la la if, if you figure it out if you understand it i mean you can be really successful in it mm-hmm. um but you know that sounds great, but obviously that's it. It takes time. It takes work. And it, it's effort. gonna take yeah, and a lot of networking in a state that I don't really know anybody in. Um, like you said, with time and effort. Yeah, and so yeah, and he was saying like two to three years. Um, you know, I would probably make around fifty thousand dollars a year doing that, and which is, I mean, in LA, it's like which is okay. Yeah, it's, and and well, I mean, it's it's good. It's it's. I, I think that's the average for most college graduates is 50,000 yeah, yeah, 50, 50. out of out of school. Um, but just, like I said, the consistency of, like, getting paychecks and, like, being able to, like, pay rent, um, that just made me really nervous. Um, so then I went to the Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and was no, still, no plans in mind. Not, no, yeah, no plans in mind. Just, like, you know, maybe I'll throw out some job applications and, like, see if I can get like a commercial real estate job or like a, like a real estate assistant job. And you were like, just for everybody, you were a real estate major in high school, I'm mean, high school, college, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that's why you're going so heavy. To, that's why you were trying to go. Yeah. So, so that's why I was really focused. Cause that's, I mean, that's what I've dedicated most of my time, like the last two years of college. And then since I've graduated has really been like real estate oriented. So I've been learning a lot about real estate. So obviously I wanted to do something with real estate for sure for sure um but yeah then i went to the bay and and i was in silicon valley and i was like well i'm gonna be mad at myself if i don't at least throw out like a few applications to some (laughs) silicon valley companies um and like we drove through like google's campus and like we drove past like tesla's headquarters and uh the factory it's all really nice and it's all yeah like (laughs) dude google's campus is insane it's like bigger than like a college campus i'd imagine yeah it's like a college campus but it's it's just toys everywhere like yeah it's just just, your sleeping pods it looks so swanky it's just like it's nice (laughs) uh but yeah so i ended up i think i submitted like i submitted a job to google um which i was probably so like underqualified for uh but i figured why not uh it doesn't hurt yeah and then i threw out three or four applications to tesla um just because i dedicated a lot of time in college to tesla and like doing projects over tesla and my aunt's a big tesla person which also have to show you a picture um of a car um so i made her i thought it would be fun just a funny thing uh but she got this sweater for christmas it's like this elon musk Sweater. Oh, like so, a Christmas sweater? Yeah, it's a Christmas sweater. So it has like Tesla as the star. 
and then it's got like spacex and like the boring company and like elon's face like on the tree as like ornaments um but then so she has two teslas Uh um and so i backed the two teslas into the driveway and had her like pose in front of it with her sweater on oh my god i mean just just for the meme of just yeah just to be funny um but oh dude that's that is hilarious that is hilarious i don't know if you can really see her sweatshirt in it yeah it's it's like in a christmas tree sort of yeah is that they sold that at the Tesla website? I don't, I don't think they sell it on the Tesla website, but you can get it from like Etsy. That's pretty or like nice. One of the, yeah, that's, people that just make that. That is hysterical. Dude, I love the cars too, by the way. They're oh, yeah. I the model, model Y and a Model 3, right? Yeah. Dude. Dude, that's clean. Dude, that's that's some drip though. <laughs> it was, She's it repping was super, out there. It was super funny. She was like, you cannot post this. Like, do, do not post this anywhere. And I was like, okay, yeah, of course. But it's just cool, like, it's just a funny memory to it's, have. It's a cool picture. I double tap. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I ended up sending, I submitted an application to Tesla. Um, obviously my aunt's promoting Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She has stock? Oh yeah. She's sitting pretty then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She, she does have her Tesla stock. Um, but, uh, I applied for like a production associate job, Mm -hmm. which is, um, it's like quality checking and like. Sometimes you'll like operate the bigger machines and maybe work on like smaller parts of the factory. Um, and then there was like a uh, test driver, uh, which I applied for. Oh, dude, that, that job must have been cool. Because they have like tracks outside the factory. So you'd like... You just sit in the car and like let the car drive for you or... Well, yeah, I'm sure oh. you do like 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 tests on it and stuff. I'm sure they have like a... Is it like testing the code of the car? Like when they first refine it or do they test like each individual car after well, I think it comes it's, out. I think it's like the code and like, I think maybe the performance. Okay. Um, they don't really have a whole lot in their like job, like yeah, exactly what you're going to be doing. They kind of have like just a general. Imagine just getting paid to like go ludicrous mode on a, on a, on a, on a yeah, Tesla. It'd be sick. <laughs> just, I, I saw that. It was like, it was like test driving the car. So I was like, I'll say less. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'll send in this application. I'll send the application under five different names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so ended up applying for a few of those jobs. And I think a financial analyst position um, and ended up getting an email later that day about the production associate job, um, which I was surprised. That you were interviewing for them, right? Yeah. And um, and so had like a Zoom interview thing um, and ended up getting a job with Tesla, which was really That's cool. That's neat, dude. And, oh, my God. And so I'm not like, – I'm not I, and I also – I don't want to like overplay – my 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 job with tesla like i'm not going in as like this hot shot which i feel like some people kind of like automatically like they'll like like oh you're working for tesla like well the dude the name has some weight to it the name has a lot of weight to it so like i kind of wanted i do want to explain like i'm gonna be working like i'm gonna be entry level um and i'm not necessarily gonna be using my degree um but i plan on i mean just going there and working my ass off and and it's working your way up yeah and just trying to work my way up um and using since i'm living with my aunt and uncle in their guest house they call it the garage mahal um nice. uh i won't have to pay rent so i plan on using that money that i would for rent um and putting that in like investments and in, like 401k and then also like investing in my like personal growth of like learning like i was talking to you about sql and power, power bi, BI all that stuff and then they have tableau which i've experienced with tableau mm-hmm. but 
Um, That's one thing they do good here at Baylor. Yeah, yeah. They teach us Tableau out the ass. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do focus on Tableau. Um, but yeah, so I just plan on working as much as I can, making money to support myself if I want to maybe do another travel yeah trip or whatever and then just randomly go applying for jobs who knows yeah um, maybe next thing you know you're the astronaut leading the mission to to mars <laughs> yeah on who SpaceX. knows <laughs> who knows what happens man uh but yeah i mean it was just you know really cool company um and honestly i'm really excited about the job yeah dude um congrats again i've like told you that so many yeah, times yeah that's insane like yeah that's, I, it's just so funny because like i i think there's also like really interesting to point out and like you've seen it i've seen it a lot of our friends are like literally living it right now it's like just like finding a job it's as, tough. A, as a as someone our age is like impossible right now yeah and i, I want to stress the point to like everyone because literally like i i, I talked to like easily like five people on a consistent basis about like how tough the job market is right now literally the best advice is just just apply just be consistent yeah. just keep like it's 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 hard to like just like it's frustrating to like you know you know be a qualified candidate and then like not get jobs or you know just get a job and find out that it's a pyramid scheme or something like that yeah. you know but at the end of the day dude it's just literally like like what you did it's just just apply like just out of like spite you know just do yeah. it over I mean, and just, over and over just again see what see what happens and yeah. i mean it worked out well i mean I got I got pretty lucky. I think it's right place, right time. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. They were on a hiring surge, and and but it's good. It's I mean it's a foot in the door with a really good company that. Would you ever migrate back to Austin? If if you got to see the factory, dude. Dude, if I had an opportunity, if they told me, hey, we want you to go work in Austin, it, you know, we'll give you this position. You go work in Austin. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, dude. Austin's. I love Austin. I mean, I I, I also don't want to say like, like I love Texas. Um, but obviously just like I want to experience something else oh yeah how long do you plan on living there for or are you just going to take that by year as well take that by year um, yeah. I mean just we'll see what happens with Tesla and where that goes if I end up moving up or you know maybe I'm happy where I'm at for a while and I do that for a few years save some money up yeah and you know. and I really like so well the schedule that they've told me I'm sure it will probably change but it's basically four days on, three days off for one week, and then three days on, four days off for the next week. Oh, are you working full time? Um, yeah, but I'm still working. I'm I'm working twelve hours a day. Oh, shit. so like yeah, no, I mean this is not gonna be like a easy like I'm gonna go sit in the office for. Yeah, it'll build a your few character hours. out. But yeah, I mean, and it's a good opportunity to like show my work ethic, I guess, to people 100%. that are gonna be you know that are higher up, like my supervisors and so, whatnot. And that's the thing, dude, with Tesla. Like right now, that company is growing like. At an insane rate, dude. Just like, with the just, cars. So, like, dude, and if you started, like, imagine, not to say that, like, if you started as, like, some, like, extreme, like, low-level, like, entry, like, you you don't even need a college degree to, like, get into it. Like, back, let's say, 2015. Mm-hmm. Dude, now, that company's grown so much, even as an entry level, since you know, like, the ropes administratively or, you know, in the factory, dude, you're, like, some manager. And I can only imagine, like, the benefits, the pay, the all that stuff. It's just sticking with it. So dude, yeah. that company, dude, like you're in a really good spot. Yeah. It's like it's like you're tr- you're probably getting into Apple and like 
the year 2000. Like they already have like their footing, you know, their introductory, you know, like business all like established, but like they got at least a a good decade um, or two of like at least like fully developing. Yeah, They got a good head start on on every other electric vehicle company that's coming out. Like Rivian's coming out with some cars, but I think that's probably their next biggest competitor. And I want to ask, does Tesla make your favorite uh, EV? What's uh, your favorite EV model? My favorite EV model? Well, I mean, I really like the Model 3. Yeah. Just because it's perfect for like what I like to use my car for. Well, number one, it's fast. It was so disappointing to come back and I'm getting in my my new car that I got from graduation, my, you know, <laughs> Nissan Altima, Altima, and I'm, you know, flooring it, and I'm, you know, after three seconds, I'm going 35 miles an Did hour. Did you see that Tesla came out with the, on the Model S, they came out with, like, a plaid model? Yeah, Dude, it's faster than the uh, it's like ludicrous. It's, like, sub point two or it's, like, it's sub, sub two, two seconds. seconds, zero to 60, and I'm just thinking... They still got this fucking Roadster to release. Like, also, starting price of $135,000. $135,000. That's a supercar. Yes. 100. Speed. Like, that's crazy. I'm just thinking, dude. They, they, they still have the, the new Roadster to come out. The quarter of a million dollar one. Yeah. And I'm like, this, you know, 135000 which is like comparable to like a nice Porsche or a, you know, Audi R8, which are like, they're, 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 they're exotic cars, yeah. but they're not like Lamborghini level. Yeah. This is beating the Lamborghini gas car, Lamborghini level gas cars. I'm just imagining what a 200, a quarter of a million dollar Tesla will do. Because it's a sport. It's their sport version. And yeah. I'm just like, you are putting out family cars, 135,000 that do sub two <laughs> seconds, zero to 60. I'm just, this is insane. I mean, this is insane. It, it, everything about it is crazy. But I mean, obviously at some point it's going to level off. Uh, you're going to plateau. Yeah. Obviously, like less than two seconds, zero to sixty is insane. Uh-huh. Like, I can't imagine. I haven't it being even any felt faster. ludicrous mode, but I just see people like sit in the car and then just see like well, their yeah. like face. Dude, just... the base model Model Three. I press the gas on that and it's zero I'm to sixty thrown. in like four point five, which is that's the base model. That's insane. Yeah. But just like the accelerator, like it just like throws you back into like the seat. It's crazy to feel. And then you feel like, like your heart and your lungs just like pushing all the way back to your yeah. Back you your just rib get cage. thrown back there. And then like my Ultima, like I'm gassing it and going thirty five. I'm like, ah, oh, gosh, Dude, this is so disappointing. I but it's obviously it. my Ultima is a great car. One hundred percent. I I honestly think the future, the future is all electric. Like. I don't care. I know our buddy, um, our friends, uh, Carson, Maxi, all of them, like they really hate the whole electric vehicle thing. Yeah. I mean, I think, but let's face it. It's, it's, they're going to be the superior car by a landslide. Let's just give it five years. Also, I mean, you can't really knock it till you try it, right? 100%. So, 100%. So, yeah, I think. Don't get me wrong. I have nothing against a, a Cummins engine or a Duramax engine. Cool, cool things. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, just. There's clearly a winner in terms of performance. Where they do have, where the where electric vehicles do slack on is just like refilling and recharging. Yeah, and and the the total range. Yeah. Of, of the car. Of the like, tank or whatever you want to. Call yeah, because my car gets like 550 miles on a full tank. That's insane. Whereas like a Tesla will maybe get like 300 on a full full charge. Have you heard of the company? They're based out in Palo Alto. Uh, QuantumScape. I've, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, so like Bill Gates and um, some other like high-profile investors are investing into this company. I have stock in them, bro. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm pumping it right now. I'm pumping it right now. 
but um, they make batteries for uh, they make they're, they're they're planning on making batteries for like all these EVs, and they're like trying to like get like Tesla, Neo, Rivian, uh, Volkswagen, like some some of the combustion engine car mm-hmm. makers right now who are going over to uh, electric vehicle. And they're trying to switch them. Um, they're trying to sell them batteries, right? So right now they're like doing some crazy science with their batteries, dude. And they're, they said that they found a, like a way. And I, I, I forget exactly what it is, but essentially that they can charge like a battery to 85 minutes, 85% in like 15 minutes, which yeah. is insane. Well, that's so, what that's what Tesla's been working on is like making these like super superchargers, basically, uh-huh. or like I, I forgot the name of what they call them, but your your car battery is able to withstand like a lo- higher amperage what is the, the the little feature on it now isn't it like 15 minutes of charging gets you like isn't it like a hundred miles or something like that and then after that it slows down there's it's, something it's, like that it's something like that but but yeah that's a big obstacle right now there's yeah i mean there's still a lot of like growing that i mean look how many gas stations are around and well i'm just compared to like superchargers oh 100 percent. and i'm also just thinking like with the valuation of like the tesla as a company they have money to just throw at r&d for this stuff so like if i the way i look at things is if you have like billions and billions and billions of dollars to find a technology to like how do i say you know solve whatever problem it is you're trying to solve Mm -hmm. the odds of a group of extremely smart people not finding the solution especially when you have as an entity the wealth of tesla is not that likely like they're definitely going to find a way to refine it you know like yeah and it's going to be i mean it's going to be i mean it's it's going to be slow. It's going to be gradual. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. It, it could be, what's it called? It can just plateau at one point. It can, there can be one thing that just like sets it off, like just like keeps it going like really fast. And then at the end, it just slows off. But by then everybody's going to have a Tesla. Yeah. Like every, and that, that's, that's when you'll, that's, that's when, uh, I don't know. It'll be like the iPhone. Everybody has an iPhone. Everybody has it. And that, and it's yeah. cheap. Or whatever. I mean, that's, that's definitely, I mean, the hope and, the, the the thing that I like most about Tesla, this is me being, you know, a hiker and outdoorsy and whatnot, uh-huh. is like obviously the environmental factors. Oh, one hundred percent. Which sometimes when you talk to like some Texas family, <laughs> they're like, oh, okay, whatever. I like my um, uh, exhaust to be as black as possible, yeah, you know, yeah. just a bunch of carbon, you know. But like just like the, the hundred gigafactories could produce enough energy to to have the entire world run off of clean energy 100 um, but obviously they have to combat like well, fossil fuels which is i mean no one's been able to well they, them out. Th- dude i actually know a little bit about this stuff because i i like i'm investing a lot into this dude go into it because i i want to learn so fuel cell fuel cell is another company yeah. um that is focusing on this type of energy they do more so hydrogen mm-hmm. But they they got a contract with Exxon Mobil on this technology that it call is called carbon capture, and carbon capture essentially captures carbon that's emitted into the air and from like these refineries or whatever factory it is that you're running, and then it turns that carbon into energy. So you're just like re reinvesting the pollution to clean energy. That, I th- you know. I want to say so I watched uh oh gosh is it Zac Efron right that's his name the actor. Uh yeah, but he's got a he's got a like a 
a show on Netflix of him, oh, like, traveling. And okay. he goes to Iceland, and they talk about that sort of thing where they they repurpose, like, the, the, the carbon, carbon that they're releasing from, like, producing the energy, and they're repurposing that into other things. Yeah, 100%. And that's interesting. It, it's, it's literally, like, that... I, I honestly think there's going to be, like, this renaissance of, like, energy in the future. Where just, like, energy... I want to say this, like, as a side note, and it may be a little hard for... I'll just say it. Energy, the amount of energy consumed by a society is directly correlated with the advancedness, quote-unquote, yeah. of the of the thing. And I think with all these new energy, you know, sources coming about, we're about to experience, like, insane levels of, like, abundance, <laughs> to say oh, the yeah. least. Like, everybody's going to have anything at a very sustainable le- way, just, just the way that you're investing. And... Yeah, man. God, you're really taking me into this. Right now. <laughs> but um, essentially, like energy is just going to become extremely cheap. The, there's there's not going to be much disparity between like high class, low class. Yeah. In terms of like energy consumption, like right now the big thing is like the 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 top whatever percent of the you know human population in terms of financial wealth produces like ninety percent or whatever percent of the world pollution. And the people who suffer the consequences of it by far is definitely like the lower, like people, like lower class people who work like, you know, I don't know, jobs in third world countries or whatever. God, I don't know how to not sound like bad, but you know what I'm trying to say? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I'm trying to say? But the future of it is going to be like, there's not going to be much difference in terms of like energy consumption or at least that's the goal. And then that in turn is going to like lessen that, that gap between like, they produce more, but we suffer the consequences. Well, we produce no, nowhere near as much, and they s- suffer no consequence about that. But yeah, yeah. Dude, we're headed into some interesting technology. Yeah, we'll see what happens over the next you know, 20, 30 years. You're really lucky, and not lucky. I don't want to take any any no, like, I mean, merit I, away from I, you. I would say I'm, I'm lucky. Dude, I mean, that would be there, a good word for it. Definitely, there's some luck to it, but there's definitely a, a part of you that like definitely deserve that. Oh, yeah. And dude, the fact... The fact Monday. that you're taking your you're you're heading into that this early, it may seem like, you know, we're already here now, but like this is literally like talking about like Facebook back in two thousand five. Like yeah, it's the clean beginning. energy is it's, yeah. it's we refer to like Tesla and all these energies as the future, and that's exactly how we talked about iPhones back in two thousand. Well, it's also mainly focusing on the cars. Uh-huh. I feel like everyone looks at Tesla the car company no but it's, it's tesla the energy company well, where they have all like the, the solar panels the power walls elon musk is very very like passionate about his vision he has like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure you've like heard it he wants to like take people to mars he wants to you know make energy as clean as possible like, yeah he's leaving his his footprint on society, the, on society yeah. and how it's gonna move on from here Did, which is cool do, i'm sure you've seen the like the steps that he was gonna take towards like establishing tesla it was like first like make a sports car then make an affordable car to sell take that money from the sales of the sports car yeah make an affordable car which was the model s take the money made from the model s the affordable car and make an even more affordable car and then take that money and then make a sports car again and just which establish is exactly it. what yeah. they did because they came out with the roadster in like 2008 yeah and it was and it looked like a lotus yeah yeah least. it did look like a lotus and then they had the model s which were both like the more expensive cars uh-huh. and then you've it's cool because you've actually been able to like see witness, the goal like 
their like Real yeah lives. their plan and it's it's really cool to see and then they're also talking about unveiling like a twenty five thousand dollar uh-huh. um, model which I'm really curious what that's gonna look like I they announced that they're gonna um, release a thirty five thousand dollar version of the Model Y which is like their little crossover so they're yeah. just making the cars cheaper I mean at the at the rate that they're uh, what interesting enough so they're making the cars cheaper but they're increasing the price of the self-driving mode capacity by a lot like when i first i don't know when i first made like my build your own like tesla when i was first dreaming about getting a tesla i guess you can say um i think the 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 full self-driving mode was only like three thousand dollars as an add-on nowadays if you want to get it on any car it's a whole 10 bands or when when was it because well they had that was literally when the model 3 came out well, when the Model 3 came out, you had the option to purchase the self-driving. Because uh-huh. that's when it was coming out. I remember I did an like, ethics cut, uh, study over um, the self-driving and releasing it in 2018, uh-huh. I think. Which is right when the Model 3 was coming yeah. out. Um, or I guess a little after. Um, so that was like the, the assisted driving. And then now they're going into full self-driving, which is like... You can literally turn it on and you can say, I want to go here and it's going to pull up into your driveway. Yeah. What's what's that called? Uh, The summon, summon mode or whatever. Yeah. And even like the summon mode is like available now. Uh Um, But the full self-drive, I think has been. It it was just revamped. I I guess I can see that. Yeah. Because they were saying that uh, like back then, I guess the way you would explain it is just called like adaptive cruise control where Mm -hmm. you like press a button and it'll like keep you in your lane and if the car in front of you starts slowing down it'll slow down for you but it won't turn it won't switch lanes like yeah. you have to and go. a lot of cars do that now yeah like, uh, my honda like, does that oh actually. really yeah, yeah I, dude it's so nice my I mean, ultimate had an option for it so like that's a yeah the the automated cruise control that's that's that you're seeing the free market in uh, in practice there elon yeah. musk disruptive technology blah, blah blah dude i can literally yap on about this forever <laughs> i mean there's so much I, I'm, I'm i'm hoping that i learned so much about like just all the, the the battery production and um just like i don't know i'm more interested in the energy aspect of it obviously the cars are super cool uh, yeah but just it's interesting to see if his energy plan becomes like the overall energy I, i'm gonna source. tell you this i'm gonna tell you this so i like look into a lot of like very successful people like or like read their biographies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it is not common that people like elon musk like come out you know like they're they're like once in a generation type people yeah and the consistent pattern i see you know all the way from like andrew carnegie to like i guess steve jobs was elon musk of like the 2000s and the the, the 2000s elon musk is the steve jobs of the 2010s yeah these guys find the answer to everything yeah bill gates did it um you know uh jeff bezos i guess now is doing it again like they they they, the amount of power that they have with the money that they they can make anything that their company and they want possible yeah like it's just like i said the the research and development when you have billions of dollars invested into a science that you're trying to figure out odds are that you're at least going to find something that puts you uh, way far ahead than like just the average joe yeah we'll be able to find so i i'm pretty confident it will i don't know invest in tesla fuel cell quantumscape all them you know? yeah yeah they're the future they're the future guys I'm definitely gonna be learning a little bit more about those silicon companies 100 percent. i'm out there 
Well, so. dude, um, I mean, we're around the 48th minute mark. Again, dude, I want to say, like, congratulations. You definitely yeah. have a story, man, just because, like, shit, I remember you were coming here. And I, when you first did the podcast, I was like, I'm, I, I like to have a little bit of a plan. And you were like, yeah, I'm just going to take it by ear. And yeah. I'm like, I'm good for, good for paying. You did it. And, you know, yeah. you, you, who Worked knows? Out. Who knows where taking it by year will take you by, by the next time we have a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I think now is just, You're gonna I, be, I think I'm, I'm actually kind of going to go more towards structure and really try and work my way up in the company. Well, and I mean, whatever just, way, dude, yeah, like it's working gonna, hard. Who knows, maybe you'll be the, like I said, the astronaut leading the mission over <laughs> to, uh, to Mars whenever we head there. Go SpaceX. But yeah, dude, again, congratulations on that, dude. Like, that's big. And, yeah, thanks, um, man. I mean, for everybody, um, like, still applying for jobs twenty in 2020 who are in their early 20s or late 19s or whatever, just keep applying, bro. Like, there's, yeah, there's hope. There, literally, it's literally just persistence. That's the name of the game yeah. right now. There's no like special formula. There's no anything. It's just, just keep doing it. Soon enough, it'll come. You know, what you, what you put Submit into the university. applications universe a week. 100%. And, and see what you get back. Yes, sir. So. Yes, sir. Well, guys, I greatly appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. Um, I, like I said earlier, at the beginning of the podcast. Very sorry for the little pause that I had while I was out in Las Vegas. Let me know how this audio sounded to you guys, um, and um, I'll take that into consideration for the next podcast. And yes, um, looking forward to hear, um, to having you guys on the next one, all right? Thank you, guys. You guys have a good one.